0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another video. Tomorrow is the 2023 NFL Draft, but for the time being, I don't give a shit about that. And I'm going to use my powers um, while I'm here at the Cubs game to talk to you guys about the 2024 NFL Draft. And you might be asking, Mike, how are you doing this video and making this mock draft if you're at the Cubs game? Well, it's because I actually have superpowers. And that's the same way that I went a year into the future to tell you not only the draft order. But the draft selections of the 2024 NFL Draft. Now, despite my superpower having self, um, this list is completely objective. This list is both a projection of what the draft will happen tomorrow. This is a projection of how the teams will do throughout the year. And this is a projection of how these prospects will perform in order to get drafted into this first round. So there's a lot of projecting, right? More projecting than you know, maybe a teenager onto his friends, right? Um, But because of that, I'm still going to take a shot in the dark. I'm still going to throw a dart at a a dartboard blind. And we're going to see if we can cook up a little mock draft. I'm going to basically bookmark this for another year. um, And then around this time next year, come back to this video and see how I did. So I'll be interested to see that. But I think then we can go. And for each one, I'll kind of explain the prospect a little bit. I have not done evaluations i've not done scouting reports i'm not that cuckoo crazy um i just know a little bit about each guy and um, i'm going to explain the order of the draft a little bit and then we'll get into the position and everything like that so um please make sure to subscribe because we have already hit 100 subscribers by the time you're watching this video hopefully yes i know because i went in the future but Please subscribe anyway because now we're on the road to 100 million. So, um, after 100, my next goal is 100 million. So, if I can get there, that'd be sweet. So, please help me out. Anyway, with the first overall pick in the 2024 draft, the Buccaneers select Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is pretty much the consensus number one overall pick in this draft. I really doubt a lot's going to change from this year to next year. The question really is who is going to have that number one pick? And I think the Buccaneers are going to be really bad this year. Um, Todd Bowles is definitely getting fired. Baker Mayfield is not even close to a franchise quarterback. Um, I think that their defense is getting older. Their receivers are getting older. They don't have a good offensive line. They're just a mess right now in Tampa Bay. Um, A far cry from what they were a few years ago. Brady really left them out to dry. But don't worry. Caleb Williams is here to save the day. All right. Pick number two belongs to the Arizona Cardinals. And the Arizona Cardinals will select Marvin Harrison Jr., the wide receiver out of Ohio State. By far the best receiver prospect in next year's draft class. By far, in my opinion, uh, one of the better receiver prospects we've seen in the last couple of years. This guy is great. Yes, for those of you asking and don't know, he is the son of Colts legend Marvin Harrison. This guy is great. This guy's going to be a legit all pro. I love him. Um, and I think the Cardinals, if they trade D Hop, will be in a rebuild and they're going to need their superstar young players. And Marvin Harrison is about as superstar as it gets. So they will be all good to go there. Next, with the third overall pick, the Tennessee Titans, who have turmoil at quarterback, and an aging Derrick Henry can't carry them anymore, are picking third. They are going to take Joe Alt, the offensive tackle from Notre Dame. I haven't watched much of, him, much of him, but from the research I did this morning, uh, it seems like he's pretty much the consensus tackle one in the class, at least up until this point. And so we will see kind of where he lands. But um, obviously, you guys know that the highest tackles in the draft always get picked within the top ten. Next, number four, the Las Vegas Raiders, who have a bad year with Jimmy Garoppolo and are unable to keep up with their divisional foes in the Broncos, Chargers, and Chiefs, are picking fourth. They are going to take Kool-Aid McKinstry, the corner from Alabama. Um, Not only does he have the coolest name ever, um, but he is also the best corner in this draft class. I think the Raiders will desperately need corner. I could see them going corner in tomorrow's draft as well. But I do think that they might want to double up and this guy's a legit superstar. So I like Kool-Aid McKinstry there. Pick number five, I have the Los Angeles Rams who are rediscovering what a draft pick is because they haven't had one in so long. And listen, Matthew Stafford, you know, he won him the Super Bowl. He, you know, he's kind of fallen off the rails. He's had elbow problems. I don't think they have a very good year next year. I think Aaron Donald may retire. So the Rams are looking for a new identity. They're looking for a new leader of their franchise. And they get that in Drake May, who many people believe to be the second best quarterback in this draft class. Um, so we shall see what goes on with Drake May. But as of right now, he's considered QB2. And the Rams would probably be needing a quarterback, especially in this situation with their picking number five. So I have them taking Drake May. Number six, I have the Houston Texans, who improve a little bit but are still a lackluster team with first-year coach D'Amico Ryans and Whoever they pick at number two, um, I have and I gotta hold on. I gotta read this one. Jeremiah Trotter from Clemson. Uh, he's the linebacker. I've heard really high remarks about this linebacker guy. Um, again, I haven't watched him. has haven't done any film watching, but it makes sense. You know, Demi- D'Amico Ryan's is a linebacker himself. He's a big defensive guy. And coming from Fran- San Francisco, the the cog in that defense was Fred Warner. So I think he wants to get himself uh, Fred Warner. To me, that makes a lot of sense. Number seven, the Patriots. Um, I think they have a bad year. I think Mac Jones isn't it. And I think that their lack of firepower and their lack of defensive stardom comes back to bite him in the ass, especially with that division getting better and better. Um, I think the Patriots pick seventh. And I think they go Brock Bowers, the tight end from Georgia. Now, you know, going back to the glory days of Brady and Gronk, um, I think Bill Belichick knows how important a tight end could be. Uh, Bill Belichick likes taking players from big time programs like Alabama, like Georgia, um, all of that type of stuff. Brock Bowers, he is a really—he's the best tight end prospect since Kyle Pitts. I don't—I wouldn't put him above Kyle Pitts just yet, but he's the best tight end prospect since Kyle Pitts. He's able to do a lot of things. Um, you know, Bill O'Brien will probably still be the offense coordinator after a year. I don't think he's going to turn everything around. Um, he'll be able to use him in creative ways, and I think the Patriots will really like that. Number eight, the Saints—they're going to take J.T. Tom Tom Tomolalu. Uh I'll learn how to pronounce his name. I promise. The edge from Ohio State. Um, if you guys watched this guy's game against Penn State last year, he was a monster. I mean, this guy was legit, and I remember thinking then that I didn't know if he was dropped eligible then. Obviously, he's not now, but I remember thinking like he's going to be a top ten pick whenever he comes out. I mean, this guy is a beast. This guy's an athletic monster, um, and the Saints, you know, Cameron Jordan's getting getting older. Um, it might be his last year next year. Marcus Davenport just left. They could use some help on the defensive side of the football. The Colts at number nine, the Colts, again, they improve a little bit, but they don't improve too much. I think their roster still has way too many holes. Um, I see them taking Xavier Worthy, the wide receiver from Texas. The dude is fast. I mean, he can he can run, right? And so I think the Colts, if they take a quarterback at four, which I believe they will, um, we'll want to pair him with a stud wide receiver as well. Xavier Worthy is a guy who, in my opinion, is going to test Really, really, really well at the combine. He's going to run like a four-three or something like that, and just go buck wild. And teams are going to salivate at the mouth trying to draft him. And then the Colts, needing wide receiver, will take him. They're going to pair him with Michael Pittman and Alex Pierce. Um, number ten, I have the Commanders, who you know the Sam Howell experience didn't really work out in year one, and because he wasn't a first or second round pick, they're not going to spend too much time dwelling on him. They're going to go ahead and take Quinn Ewers, the quarterback, out of Texas the guy who was such a highly regarded prospect coming out of high school, went to Ohio State, then transferred to Texas. They're going to take him in the 10th um, overall pick. 11th overall, the Browns, who have another disaster year, shocker, are going to take – give me one second. Olum Olamiwa Fashanu. Olamiwa Fashanu. Um, good luck to Roger Goodell for saying that name. Um, offensive tackle from Penn State, again – The top tackles, you know, you usually see three, four, five, depending on how good the draft class is, go in the first round. And I think um, that the Browns will need an offensive tackle at that time. Next, I have the Falcons at pick 12 taking Dallas Turner, the edge rusher from Alabama. Is he Will Anderson? No, he is not. But he's still very good in his own right. And I think that, you know, being one of the top edge rushers in this class, he will get picked very highly. Next, I have the Broncos taking uh, the 13th overall pick, Michael Hall. The defensive tackle from Ohio State, one thing you're going to learn about this mock draft, a lot of Ohio State guys on here. Ohio State, uh, assuming they can, you know, replace C.J. Stroud competently at quarterback, they're going to have a lot of really good players coming into this draft class. Next, I also have another Ohio State guy, Jack Sawyer, um, taking to the Jets at number 14, who keep their same position. Um, I think the Jets, I don't think the Aaron Rodgers thing works out as well as some people think, but we shall see. Um... Next, the 15, I have the Packers, um, who basically do as good. I think Jordan Love is, is okay. Um, we have the Packers taking Blake Fisher, the offensive tackle, out of Notre Dame. Again, they could use a tackle with Dave Bakhtiari, getting a little older, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? Next, the Giants at 16. I think they take a little step down next year, unfortunately. I think, um, I think they take Malik Nobers, um, the wide receiver from LSU, um, to get Danny Dimes some more weapons. I think then the Bears, who improve greatly but don't make the playoffs just yet, um, the Bears are going to take another wide receiver. They're going to take Emiki Egbuka, um, the wide receiver from Ohio State. Another Ohio State guy on this list. um, To pair him with Marvin Harrison is going to be filthy for whoever's playing quarterback for them next year. And I think, you know, the Bears are going to love to surround Justin Field with even more talented players, right? Um... Next, we have the Steelers picking 18th, who just narrowly avoid going sub-500, as Mike Tomlin always does. They're going to go with Mason Smith, the defensive tackle out of LSU. Like I said in my other mock drafts, Cameron Hayward is getting a little bit older. And you know Mike Tomlin always loves his defensive guys. Um, number 19, we've got the Ravens. we got Cooper DeJean, the corner from Iowa. Um he's projected to be one of the top corners in this year's draft class and I think the Ravens could use a corner outside of Marlon Humphrey. Um not to mention he's getting a little bit older as well. So, I think the Ravens could double up on corner. And number 20, I have the Vikings taking Kirk Cousins replacement and grabbing Washington's Michael Penix Jr., um the lefty. I like the way he I like the way he operates. Um I think this year will do a lot for his draft stock one way or the other. I think he could project himself as a top 10 pick. Or he could fall out of the first round entirely. So this year is going to be key for his draft stock. Um, number 21, we have the Chargers. We have the Chargers taking Raheem Sanders, the running back. Um, I think, you know, Austin Eckler is getting older and more expensive. And they're going to want to cut ties with him because they have to save as much money as possible for either the Herbert extension that they haven't done yet or the Herbert extension that is is going to kick in sooner rather than later. They're going to get a running back in the first round and kick Austin Eckler to the curb. Now, number 22 is the Panthers, but this pick actually belongs to the Chicago Bears. Um, they're going to take J.C. Latham. They're going to take the offensive. That's the offensive tackle from Alabama. Again, the Bears are going to double up on offensive linemen and receivers for Justin Fields, who definitely, I think, has a good year in 2023. Um, but they're looking, again, for that next, next step to where he can keep ascending. Um, number 23, the Jaguars. They're going to take Donovan Jackson, the guard from Ohio State. Again, I have been taking Osiris Torrance a little bit in my earlier mock drafts. Improving that interior offensive line for Trevor Lawrence is never going to be a bad thing. Um, Number 24, the Lions are going to take Tony Grimes, the corner from Texas A&M. The Lions, you know, they're going to probably take a corner at number six would be my guess. And even if they do that, you know, to have a core of young stud corners, I think is going to be great for them. And it's something that they will love to have as well. Number 25, the Cowboys, they're also going to go corner to replace the older Stephon Gilmore. And they're going to go with Jason Marshall uh, out of Florida. Um, again, one of the top corners in this draft class. Next, Seattle. They are going to go back to the defensive line here at number 26. They're going to go with Ruku Orhoro, the defensive tackle from Clemson. Um, Clemson's produced a lot of really good defensive linemen over the years. And I think that, you know, Seattle, even though that their defensive line will improve, they're still going to want to bulk up on that defensive line um, because that's what, honestly, the key was from the Legion of Boom era, right? Miami Dolphins here picking at number 27. They're going to take Trayvon Henderson, the running back from Ohio State. Um, the current biggest weakness in Miami's roster right now is the running back position, I feel like. And if they want to run the ball effectively, they got to get a start running back. And I think Trayvon Henderson is that guy. Um, he's him. And they're going to take him at number 27. Number 28, um, the Buffalo Bills are going to take Jersey on. Yeah, that guy from uh, Illinois, he's a, he's the um, offensive, he's a defensive tackle, excuse me, and I think that um, he will help improve the Buffalo Bills offensive line. 49ers here at number 29, they're going to go with Bo Nix, a uh, big surprise, you know, the 49ers have a first-round pick for the first time in a while, and Brock Purdy, he might play manageable football, but I think, again, they really want that really good quarterback to take this team to the next level. Bo Nix, he's big, he's strong, and I think Shanahan... Could get a lot of his mistakes out of him. Um, Cincinnati, they're gonna go with Brandon Brandon Rodgers, the defensive lineman out of Oregon. Uh, maybe I wrote that down incorrectly. My fault, guys. Um, I'm writing. I wrote this real small because I ran out of page space. Um, number twenty three. You know the the Chiefs, are gonna go with um, uh, Damon Jackson, the guard from Ohio State, and then the Eagles are going to finish it off with Brandon Carter. The linebacker out of clemson so this is my 2024 nfl mock draft um if i got some picks wrong if i got some names wrong if i got some draft picks wrong let me know in the comments down below this is really meant to look back to in a year see how much i got right honestly i would consider this video a massive success if i picked 10 correct um selections you know maybe i matched the team but i didn't match the draft position maybe i matched the draft position not the team, whatever um how I'm, this is how I'm going to grade it, right? So let's say, all right, let's say, let's go back there for a second. I took, all right, Caleb Williams, number one, right? So if I, if Caleb Williams goes first overall, that's a point. But if he also goes to the Buccaneers, that's two points. Okay. No, 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 that's three points. So you get like an added point for getting both of them. So that's three points. If I get the team and the pick, team pick and player correct, three points. If I get just the player and the pick, that's one point. If I get just the team's draft slot, that's one point. So I am going to shoot for 10 to 12 points in this total mock draft. Um, I will regrade myself in about a year. So make sure to stay tuned. So subscribe and turn on post notifications so you don't miss this video in a year. But I will come back to this in a year, see how I did. And then uh, we will go from there, guys. But I hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoy the draft tomorrow. Make sure to stay tuned. We have lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of videos coming out tomorrow. I will catch you guys later. Have a nice day. Peace out.